Okay, so Bezras Hashem, tonight we're going to be continuing with our series of Shirim on the Torah of the Gon and the Tzaddik, Rav Yitzchak Maya Morgenstern Shlita. And tonight, what we're going to be discussing is both an idea from the Rebbe that was brought down, that was conveyed on Purim Katan, um, Purim Dimukafen Katan, which the Rebbe describes as the, the Nignas, Sheba Nignas. If Purim Katan is a concealed day, then Shushan Purim Katan is the concealment of the concealment. And then the Rebbe goes even as far as to say that in truth, the highest point of Purim Katan was Motzei Purim Dumukafen Katan, which is the Gunas Shebeganas Shebeganas, which is something that ultimately only the Rebbe has the capacity to talk to us about. But in addition to the fact that the ideas are, are, are pertinent to current events. They're also very pertinent to a sugya of shirim that I happen to be in the middle of giving in terms of Maseches Brachos. So it's something that um, it's something that I was very excited to see just brought down now for my own um, for my own purposes as well. We'll start off with the fact that the Rebbe had a very close relationship with uh, with the Goin and the Tzaddik, Rav Chaim Kanievsky, the Sar there are beautiful pictures that were sent around. There are also beautiful pictures that were not sent around of the Rebbe sitting with Rav Chaim Kanievsky and Rav Chaim Kanievsky holding the Rebbe's hands. And it appears almost as if they're holding hands in a, in a moment of chavivus. And there's obviously a deep chavivus. But in truth, the person, a very close friend of mine, a Rebbe of mine, a close Talmud of the Rebbe, has this big picture on his wall of Rav Chaim kind of holding the hand of the Rebbe. And in truth, the, the real question that was going on and that was being asked at that point was with regards to how one washes Natilas Yadayim on Tishabav, up to how far along the knuckles can one wash their hands. And with some license to interpret, because everything deserves interpretation, the question of Nitil Sidaim on Tishabav is ultimately the question of yes, there's Aninus, and yes, there's aspects of Avelus on Tishabav. There's an awareness of a Khurban, but nevertheless, there's still the recognition that we still need to be Oisek and Tahara. We still need to be Oisek in the Gufe Halachos of what it means to be Matahara Har Yadayim, even though our Yadayim are Tame Tumas Misa, even though our Yadayim are. Are, are defiled in the tumma of loss and the tumma of the destruction of a Besamikdash on a certain level. Nevertheless, this picture, this beautiful picture of Rav Chaim holding the Rebbe's hand is a simon of how does one find Tahara even within the Churban of the Besamikdash? How does one be noitel yadayim? How is one osek and netzilas yadayim even when things are, are difficult and in a time of tsara? The unification of the Rebbe and Rav Chaim, at least for me, all I can speak about is for myself. Obviously, we have no hasaga whatsoever of anything that any tzaddik ever does in terms of, you know, their relationships with one another, etc., etc. But Lefiani Daiti, one of the big yichudim that takes place with the Rebbe and Rav Chaim is the yichud that the Rebbe tries to talk about nearly every moment in his Torah, which is the unification between the revealed Torah and the concealed Torah. Rav Chaim Kanievsky, not to say, God forbid, that Rav Chaim Kanievsky's was not a Bucky in, in Nistaros Torah as well. Somebody sent me something that was 
already a Davar Yadua, but that Rav Chaim Kanievsky started learning the, the Svarim of the Leshem towards uh, the later years of his life, obviously based on his relationship with Rav Yashav himself and with the Chazonish, all of whom were Mukusher to the world of the Leshem Shoeva Chaloyma. And that Rav Chaim made a statement that something about the Svarim of the Leshem are incredibly unique because they're the summary and a comprehensive summary of Panimiya Satora, which, as anybody who has tasted from the sweet waters of the Leshem, understands is exactly what it is. It's a kolbo, it's a shita mikubetzes. Like the Leshem says, for those who don't have time to learn Panimiya Satora, learn my books and you'll realize that you have a lot more time to learn Panimiya Satora. In addition to the fact that Rav Chaim, I just saw today as well, that every every night after Tikkun Chatzos, he would learn eleven Dapim the Zayra Kadosh as part of his uh, as part of his his Yoimi Limudim, which are just incomprehensible to the human mind, but. Suffice it to say that Rav Chaim Kanievsky was more known for his genius and goiness in the revealed aspects of Torah, in halacha, in psak din, in, in just a complete control over every aspect of the revealed Torah. And the Rebbe is obviously, aside from his bekiyas and his and his complete control of the revealed Torah, is known for his bekiyas and complete control in a way that is un, somewhat unprecedented of the concealed Torah. So when we see this beautiful relationship and the chavivus and the bittel that the Rebbe had in the face of Rav Chaim, uh, uh, in the face of Rav Chaim Kanievsky as the Paisek Ador, as the, as the Sar HaTorah of the door, is a simon as well to this unification of Nistar HaTorah and Nigla HaTorah, of the revealed and the concealed. Now, for Tamid HaChachamim, for Tzadikim, that, that means one thing. Again, I can only speak for myself, but the unification between the concealed and the revealed aspects of Torah also gestures to the unification of the concealed and the revealed elements of our lives as well. That our lives are comprised of two elements of Torah. Our lives have a revealed element of Torah, the day-to-day, -day, the ordinary experience of what it means to be a human being who is stuck and lives within the confines of this world, needing to transform this lowly space of existence into the paradise of halachic observance. Halacha, again, like we've said before, in the name of the Tikkun Zohar, is Hariu Hashem Kol Haaretz, that it's through halacha that we transform the mundane and ordinary space of this worldly experience into a space of holy encounter. And the Nistaros HaTorah represent that hidden aspect of ourselves, that part of ourselves that is burgeoning with intensity, that is burgeoning with desire, with an undying love that can't necessarily be expressed even when we try to express it, but the belief that there's something deeper than what the outside expresses. And the unification between these two elements of Torah, the unification between the revealed and the concealed, the unification between the hidden and the expressed of the inside and the outside is obviously what the tzaddikim have been oisik in for, for since time has started. And it's the Rebbe and it's the tzaddikim ha'amitim of Rabbi Nachman and the Bashem Tavakadosh and the Arizal and Rabbi Shem Rayochai and Moshe Rabbein Uriah Mahemna who were all osik in this yichud, this profound yichud between the revealed and the concealed ultimately teaching us that in the depths of unity there's ultimately no distinction between the revealed and the concealed because both are expressive of that which can never be grasped which is the essence and the infinitude of a Kaddish Baruch whose expression and light that is concealed within the Torah itself. Now, the Torah that we're going to be learning from the Rebbe is also with regards to this. We're going to be looking at a piece from the Purim Katantish, which discusses the notion of pilpulim da araisa, of pilpul, of, of dialectical engagement with Gemara learning, really. Now, pilpulim, and the concept of pilpul and descending into the depths of the analytic and the in, internal dialogue between question and answer, 
and responding to a question and trying to find subterranean ways and circuitous routes around the problem, utilizing complications of thought, utilizing creativity, to be mefalpel with the Torah, to not take the Torah at first glance as expressing its truth outright, but rather believing deeply in the fact that the Torah conceals its essence. This is the crux of the Sabbath de Mishpatim, one of the most important parts in the Zayar HaKadosh, which describes the Torah HaKadosha as a beautiful maiden without eyes who hides who hides hidden in a tower. And every time somebody beckons to find this princess, the princess conceals herself. Yet it's in moments when nobody is beckoning that the princess attempts to reveal herself, that there's a dialectical hide and go seek when it comes to uncovering the depths of the Torah, which teaches us that that which appears most apparent in the pshat of a text is not necessarily the depth. And it's pilpulim, it's this intellectual breaking apart of that which appears to be sturdy and descending into the details and the murky territory of intellectual chaos and that intense kind of gnarly experience of iyun hatorah, of confronting corners of incomprehensible ideas and pushing svaros further than they should go, these pilpulim da oraisa is what the Rebbe is going to be talking about. Because at first glance, pilpul, the need to descend and break open the surface of a text in order to find a hidden meaning, that demands an act of severity. I want things to go simply. I want to understand the text explicitly. Under, understanding a text explicitly, knowing exactly what the Torah is trying to tell me, that's an act of chesed. That's when everything is revealed to me. Pilpulim, or the need to descend deep into the interiority and the subterranean context of the text, is an act of breaking. I have to break the surface of the text open. When a person opens up a daf gemara, or a daf and, and a halacha sefer, a daf and a mishnah, or a medrash, or any sefer itself, to be yoyred into pilpul, to break open the surface and descend into the severity of the text demands a confrontation with concealment. It demands a confrontation with resistance. That's what the entire experience of Gemara learning on a certain level is about. It's encountering the concealment of the divine truth in this world. Torah is when things are revealed. Torah is when things are concealed in need of breaking apart the external casing in order to uncover the inner kernel of truth, which ultimately only can take place through pilpul, through the intensity of the mind, through the severity of the mind, through the breaking apart of things. When a person looks at lamdus, lamdus and the intellectual approach to pilpulim de oraisa and learning gemara be'iyun and learning the, the revealed elements of Torah or really even the concealed elements of Torah with the mind of the revealed Torah, it's, it's an act of severity. It's breaking things apart. It's separating things. We take one thing that appears to be whole and Rav Chaim Brisker comes along and he separates it into two concepts. Now the severing of a unified whole into two separate elements is obviously an act of judgment. It's an act of severity, which is why we see even the language is to dinim, it's a din, it's an act of cutting apart. Svari Yeshera is, is to be an oiker harem, is to uproot mountains, is to descend deeply into that which offers itself up only by way of resistance and digging deep. Oimek is the gematria of Gevura. It demands a shattering of a surface in order to uncover a hidden truth. Yet what the Rebbe is going to tell us, like the Rebbe tells us over and over and over again, it's specifically where you think the light of God is most concealed, where you're going to find the deepest expression of God. 
And it's specifically in a place of pilpulim. It's specifically in a place of this intellectual intensity of the mind that needs to break apart holes in order to reveal parts and then uncover further parts within those parts until we come to the quintessential concept of the abstract idea of the svara. It's specifically in the descent into pilpulim. It's specifically into the descent of niglo satora, of the revealed aspect of Torah where the Gemara starts off with the question of me'emasai, of how do I proclaim the unity of God in nighttime? Or when we start off learning we're already confronting a world where people are lying about a lost talus. It's a confrontation with a world of lies, with a world of constriction and concealment. And the Rebbe tells us that it's specifically in there that we're going to uncover not only the light of a Kaddish Baruch Hu, but a deeper expression of the light of a Kaddish Baruch Hu. And by descending deeply into the Pilpule de Orais in that thing which appears to be Bidi Eved, that we're going to uncover the capacity to find the deep reservoirs of faith and unity that can be found in the intense experience in life, in the Sad of Pilpulim, in those Pilpule de Oraisa that are Shaykh to the Talmud Bavli. Now, the Rebbe says as follows. We're going to look, I know I sent two pages, but we're just going to look on page Yudbeis. So after the Rebbe describes the fact that the Gemara in Brachos tells us that one of the reasons that Eretz Yisrael is so profoundly great is because it's not missing anything, it's not even missing pelpalim, it's not even missing peppers. And Rav Menachem Mendel of Shlav Skusa Yagonalenu, who we've spoken about in the past, says in his parish on the Idrizuta that pilpulim or pelpalim or peppers hints to pilpule de araisa, the capacity to descend into the hither side of revealed truth for the sake of intensity of the mind and revealing truth from within concealment. It means the capacity to learn with lumdis, with Ian, with a focus and an attention that demands that I focus my energy in one particular space, even though my mind wants to look elsewhere, it wants to go further along in the Gemara, it wants to go to the next line. Nevertheless, that retreat back into the self, that self-overcoming that says, no, I am going to wait right here, even though it's not what I want to do, that koyach of iyun, that koyach of being ma'ayin in the Torah, as the Mitla Rebbe describes so beautifully in the beginning of Shar Hayichud, that koyach is found in Eretz Yisrael as well, and that's the koyach of the pilpulim of Torah Shabalpeh and the Talmud Bavli. But the Rebbe goes on, he says as follows in Ostes, It's not only the revealed aspects of Torah that demand pilpul and that demand a descent into the detail-oriented intellectual breaking apart of ideas, because the Alkain Gila Harashash as a derech lepalpil pilpulim b'pnimiyas atayra, the Rashash comes along. Rav Shalom Sharabi comes along and teaches us how to learn the writings of the Arizal, not in a way of this is pashut. I have to accept what is written right here. But yes, I have to accept what is written right here. But I'm going to be Madama Milsa la Milsa. I'm going to compare one text to another text, and I'm going to find Svedinim. I'm going to find the stira within the writings of the Arizal, and I'm going to try and uncover a svara that allows me to understand that there's Svedinim here. This is also what Rav, what the Leshem did. The Leshem was the Rav Chaim Brisker of the writings of the Arizal. He saw stiros, he saw distinctions and, and certain paradoxes inherent within the text. And what he did was he found the Svar Yeshera that was 
capable of unifying and revealing that both are speaking in different places. The Leshem, and it's arguable to reveal this in the writings as well, the Leshem drew this Koyach not only from the base Medrash of the Gra, but also from the base Medrash of the Rashash. When anybody learns the writings of the Rashash, especially the Taras Chacham, it's the Lamdus of Kabbalah. It's going down into the particularities of the particularities, understanding nuanced differences, and based on those nuanced differences, which appear insignificant, uncovering mountains of significance that not only answer up texts, but also answer up the questions of our lives. It's the Svar of the Taras Chacham and the Rashash that not only gives us the, the, the capacity to understand the Ari, but it's what gives us the capacity to understand ourselves, as the Rebbe says elsewhere in this week's pamphlet. That every Nakuda that a person learns in Panimiya Satora needs to be understood in a practical way. So when the Rashash sets up a Hakira utilizing the Pilpule de Oraisa in Panimiya Satora, it's not simply a, a textual resolution, but rather it's something that speaks directly to the core of what it means to be a human being in this world, and nobody like the Rebbe has revealed that. So the Rebbe continues, <speaking> In order to uncover the concealed light, <speaking> a person has to utilize that pilpul, that severity, that breaking apart of whole ideas, which seems to be counterintuitive to unity, but nevertheless, it reveals unity. <speaking> that even though when it comes to pilpul and when it comes to intellectual expertise and movement in a Talmudic text, when it comes to Talmudic dialogue, of yes and no and, and forcing one idea against the other, even though there's more severity there than there is chasadim and simplicity. Mikol makom, kishaha chasadim mamtikin esadinim nehavchim hadinim venasim bimadregas malas hazahav al hakesef bebechinas harachamim hagadoilim shalomalame hachasadim. So the Rebbe is explaining to us Gufei Allah over here. He says, you're right. That bederech klal when I understand something simply in a chesed-oriented way, that's higher than din. That's higher than pilpul of understanding something in a broken apart way, in a way of severity. But nevertheless, we know that when we engage with severity and then come out on the other side to reveal that that severity is also sweetened by the unlimited kindness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, at that point, the dinim themselves, the severity itself, the, the svara hayashera, that intensity of the mind, that, that expiration of the mind's strength in its focus and in its attention and its need to overcome its basic tendency to be meshoitet and to run to different ideas and to focus on a koyach of iyun and ha'amada and to stand upon an idea even longer than we would like to, when we engage with those gavuros and then we bring them into the light of the chasadim, at that point we reveal the maila sazahav ala kesef. We reveal the fact that, yes, in truth, there's an, a way of looking where severity is higher than simplicity, where Zahav, which represents Gevura, is higher than Kesef, which represents Chesed. In the aspect of Rachamim Gedoylem Shalomalame HaChasadim, because generally speaking, we have Chasadim and then we have Gevuros. We have the kindness of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which is revealed by way of simplicity, and we have the severity of HaKadosh Baruch Hu, which was revealed by way of complication. But when you draw the complication into the simplicity, what you reveal is the Rachamim that inexpressible compassion that HaKadosh Baruch Hu has on us that couldn't be revealed other than by way of the Gevuros themselves. And in the beginning, there's an effort and there's an expiration and there's an exhaustion and there's a boredom 
Again, all of those are my understandings of the word tircha. There's a tircha in Pilpul, but nevertheless, afterwards, by way of the Pilpul, by way of descending into those difficult territories and those contours of separation and distinction of the mind, one comes to uncover the Nuhurin da Araisa, the light and the rivers of light of the Torah. In the aspect of the nation that walks along in darkness, like the Pasuk tells us, you have restored me in darkness, they saw a big light that they were capable of revealing the light from within darkness. When Chazal themselves want to describe what Talmud Bavli is, this is the Pasuk that they use. You have restored me in the darkness, like the dead of the world. I have found myself dead in the space of concealment, in the space of pilpul, but nevertheless we uncovered a profound light, which is Talmud Bavli. That HaKadosh Baruch Hu revealed to the Jewish people the Koyach of Niglo Satoira, the Koyach of Pilpule de Araisa, of Talmud Bavli, which is the light that ascends out of the darkness itself. Palpalim, says the Rebbe, is the Gematria of Pardinim Shalmansbach. That Palpalim is the Gematria of 280, which is a very significant number in the writings of the Arizal when it comes to judgments and the severity of the judgments ascribed to the, the Sofei Tevos of Mansbach, Memsofis, Nunsofis, Tzadik Sofis, Pei Sofis, and which represent the ends of things, limitations, borders, exit points, which typically represent concealment. And this is the aspect of that the Rebbe described earlier with regards to Achashverosh, that Achashverosh was not only Melech of Hodu, that HaKadosh Baruch Hu is not only Melech of the light, of Hodu Hashem Kitov, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu is also Melech Kush over those things which appear dark in our lives. Kush. Because on Purim, what we have to be zoicha to is to Kabbalah Satira. And in order to be Makabal the Torah, we have to be Makabal it not only from Hodu, which is the revealed aspects of the Torah, but we also have to be Makabal it on the Darga of Kush, which is the Darga of Bamachshechem Hoshivani. And this hints to the Bekiyas Batayra Kadaisha, as well as the Iyun in Torah. Bekiyas, where things go simply and I understand things on an explicit level and I don't have to struggle with the ideas at that point when I'm a Sinai, where I simply read the text and I understand it, that's the Darga of Hodu, that's the Darga of Hasadim. There's no intellectual rigor there, there's no suffering of the mind, there's no intensity and, and a need to descend into difficulty. But Kush is the Iyun and the Amkus Petorah. That's where the Seichal Halimud Yehei L'chavod HaShchina HaKadosha. At that point, we have to ensure that the struggle that we encounter when we're learning a daf, when we're learning anything, quite literally anything, we have to ensure that the suffering that we engage in, the Ruchni Yastika Yisurin that we experience when we confront difficulties in the text, all of that is for the sake of elevating the light of the Shechina, Kenirmaz B'meyav Esrem Sheva Medina, and the Rebbe goes on to be Meramez to the fact that Achashverosh was Melech over 127 Medinos, and 127 is the Gematria of the Shem Adnus Be Acharayim, which is Aleph, Aleph Dalet, Aleph Dalet Nun, Aleph Dalet Nun Yud, as we see in the Tikkun Klali, which represents the full expression of concealment in this world. And the Rebbe continues. The Rebbe continues. And we're going to skip Os Yud, and we're going to go directly to Os Yud Aleph. The Pilpula Shatora Kibalnu Bematana Mimosh Rabbeinu. And this koyach of pilpul, this koyach of being able to face the concealment of descending into the severity of the mind, of breaking singular ideas apart into broken sized pieces for the sake of revealing a deeper unity, this is a gift that we received from Moshe Rabbeinu, who's referred to as toiv ayin hu yivarach. The Gemara Nadarim tells us that after the 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 
the Egel Hazahav B'nai Yisrael forgot 300, 300 uh, of halachos, and Moshe Rabbeinu gave the gift of Iyun HaTayr, of Pilpulei Da'araisa, back to B'nai Yisrael to be able to understand. Then Chazal go on to say that even after Moshe Rabbeinu died, they forgot again, and then Asniel ben Kanaz came and returned it through their Pilpul as well. But this koyach of pilpul, this koyach of being nichnas into severity, in spite of desiring simplicity, is the koyach that Moshe Rabbeinu gave us because he had that good eye. He understood that the Jewish people would need this. And Chazal say that he gave his bread to the impoverished individual. And what the Rebbe is going to point out is that this impoverished individual is Talmud Bavli because Dal is the same gematria as Bavel. That what Moshe Rabbeinu understood we needed was the capacity to descend deeply into the depths of the concealed elements of the Torah in order to uncover the light that comes about specifically by way of darkness. That Moshe Rabbeinu gave over this gift of pilpule de araisa of the engagement with the severity of Nicholas Torah, as expressed in the Gemara Nedarim, umuna chapilpul b'talmud bavli, and this pilpul is hidden in the Talmud Bavli, kimerumas as is hinted, kinasan melachmo ledal that Moshe gave his bread to the impoverished individual, that mindset of impoverishment, of not having enough, of needing to break things open to uncover more and more, which demands severity, Dal is the gematria of 34, which is Bavel. Shehu Talmud Bavli, which is the secret of Talmud Bavli. Shene'emar Alav, based upon which it is said, hoishivani, you have restored me in darkness. Zu Talmud Bavli, this is Niglo Satora, this is the revealed aspect of Torah. Sheyesh Bechinas HaPilpul, which is the aspect of pilpul, and then we'll 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 go a little bit further. Shekol haor haganuz, the entire expression of the hidden light. We uncover the deepest element of light. This is the secret of Moshe Rabbeinu marrying Sipora, descending into that place of darkness in order to bring light out of it. All of that light is hidden within the concealment of the Talmud Bavli. And this is what we accept upon ourselves in love of Purim. As Chazal say, We accepted the Torah, and the Svarim tell us that the Torah that we had to receive, that we were forced to receive by Matan Torah, is the struggle for Torah Shabal Peh, as the Medrash Tanhuma points out so powerfully by Parshas Noach that we decide that HaKadosh Baruch Hu, we are willing to descend and to analyze the interiority and the difficulty of the pilpulim of the Torah HaKadosh L'Shem HaShchina for the sake of the Shechina, L'chapes Ulemtsoya HaOr HaGonuz B'Pilpulim Shal Torah L'Shem Shamayim and our willingness to descend into the concealed territories where things are hidden for the sake of heaven and then at that point what it says is Nigun Ubau Kulim B'Versiachad Nasa V'Nishma Amr and at that point in the Tish they began singing the song of Ubau Kulam Bevrasyachad Nasavanishma Amruka Echad. Batachlis, what, what it means for me is what the Rebbe has always been saying is that at first it appears frightening to descend into the Pilpulam. At first it appears frightening and terrifying to descend into the difficult territories of this worldly experience where the light of Akadish Baruch was concealed. 
But the promise of our tzaddikim is that it is specifically within the bilbul, specifically within the confusion which comes along from the language of Bavli, where we uncover the deepest elements of light. And it's not enough to study Panimiyas Torah. It's not enough to live a life of transcendent escape from this world. That's not the tachlis. The tachlis is not to live in a yichud ilah. The tachlis is to experience the yichud ilah, to experience Nistaros Torah, and then to force it back into Niglos Torah, to draw the yichud ilah, the upper unification, down into the Yichud Tata, down into the lower unification to reveal that not only is HaKadosh Baruch Hu found in Nistaro Satayra, but, not, but HaKadosh Baruch Hu is found with even more intensity with, within Niglo Satayra. When a person sits and davens throughout their Liman HaGemara, when every Kasha is a moment to scream out to HaKadosh Baruch Hu, where every Nikud of Choshech and Sheker is an opportunity to recognize once again that the only possibility of truth in this world is through Emes Ve'amuna and HaKadosh Baruch Hu at that point when Mahapech the Yisurin and the Pupulin de Oraisa into the Sha'ashue de Oraisa, into the joy that takes place specifically within the resistance, specifically within the difficulty. And Be'ezra Hashem and the Schus of the Tzadikim that are Oile Kekorben Lefnei Hashem, that are Me'oyre Nukvin, that are through their Petira, through their act of Kiddush Hashem for the sake of Kla Yisrael, to be Me'oyre Shas Yichud and Eistoidim, where the Tzadikim can be Mesiachi Lamala and be Poyal Zain, what they have to be Poyal, what they couldn't be Poyal in this world. And we should be Zoycha to be yoyred into the amkus of this world and to reveal what the Rebbe has been talking about, that even though there's dinim in the world, we have the ability to find and take care of all of those dinim in our engagement with Torah. By confronting the difficulty in Torah, in Avodah Hashem, in Kavana, in Maisa Mitzvahs, in getting up, whatever spiritual struggle one encounters, it's specifically there that we can be mamtik the Yisurim of Vyasa Mashiach. A person doesn't have to wait for a war. A person doesn't have to wait for a Goygumagog. A person can find that encounter, like we said in the name of the Chidushi Arim, within the Kavana of Kriya Shema itself. And Be'ezrus Hashem, we should be Zoichet to drink from the waters of the Tzaddik, to drink from the Miyama de Chachma, and to Be'ezrus Hashem continue learning the Tzaddik's Torah and being Mudra Chal Yedezeh.